Bill, uh, shifting ahead to the Cowboys, um, I, I heard you on the radio a little bit yesterday talking about Rod Marinelli and their defensive scheme. Um, how prevalent is this scheme in the NFL now, and, and have you noticed, like, um, as we've evolved over time, maybe less meaning less prevalent to what you maybe used to see five, ten years ago? Uh, well, I think it um... – I think that scheme has, you know, remained in the league. Um, you know, it just depends on who the head coach or who the coordinator is that's running it. I think there are, are some, definitely some similarities to the Seattle three scheme um, from a front standpoint, not so much from a coverage standpoint. Um, the coverage element is, is a little bit different, but it's still, you know, a, a heavy zone based. So, yep. uh, but yeah, it, it's still, it's still there. Certainly we saw a lot of it when uh, Dungy was in Indianapolis. Um, and, you know, there, there are other teams that use it and certainly there are elements of it. And then there are a lot of teams that use Tampa, the Tampa two coverage. Um, and even some of the Seattle three teams that have started incorporating that. Yeah. Um, but, maybe not necessarily with the same front that um, the over front that, you know, the Cowboys like. But the Cowboys get into some different looks on third down. And, you know, it's not exclusive to that, but it's, you know, it's based on that certainly. And I don't think Coach Marinelli has changed too much fundamentally from, you know, where he was 20-some years ago in Tampa and, you know, then Detroit and so forth. I mean, mm-hmm. Sure, the fundamentals and all, which really, the, which is uh, the most important part of the defense. I'm sure those are the same. Yeah. And and I had one one other question. When we got the Cowboys coming to town, and when I think about them in the past, like and their personnel, like it would be easy to to almost say, okay, Gil Brings, right? Like, and you've talked about him before in terms of building that team when they went on a great run. Um, I want to like how. For you guys, for your personnel and the, the structure you've set up with the Patriots, where, like, where would, how would you describe that? Like, it, it doesn't seem like it's as easy as to say, like, Gil Brandt with the Cowboys. Like, is that the Fairbank stuff that you've talked about, Mike Lombardi? Um, what is the person, like, what is the personnel structure that you've had with the Patriots? Where did that come from, I guess, is what I'm asking. Uh, yeah, I'd say Cleveland. I mean, Thank obviously you. it's different, yeah. but it's, you know, some, yeah, the variation of what we did in Cleveland. Thank you. Welcome. Our next question, Mike Petraglia, and that's the last question we have. So um, go ahead, Mike. All right, JT. Uh, Bill, uh, good morning. You say quarterback uh, running. Hey, Bill. Uh, you say great quarterback running back tandems in the past before, but I'm curious if there's something about uh, Zeke Elliott and Dak Prescott that sticks out to you in terms of that running back quarterback tandem and that makes them unique in terms of uh, a one-two punch to cover defensively. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're both really good. Even with Pollard in there, too, he's really good back, too. Um, so, whichever backs in the game is a problem. Prescott's a problem. Um, 
good, and they they're just they're hard to deal with. You know, Prescott can obviously run, but he he throws a lot more than he runs, and threw for almost 450 yards last week. So um, does a good job reading coverages, accurate at all three levels of the defense, um, finds the right matchups in the passing game. Um, they have a good scheme. They obviously have good players. They have a good quarterback. They have a good offensive line. So it's all a problem. And the backs are good. Same thing. Uh, they have a good offensive line. They block well. The backs run well. Um, they're involved in the passing game too. So you can't ignore them in the passing game. They can kill you there. They're well coached. They have a good scheme. So. If you take one thing away, they'll they'll kill you with something else. Um, just that's you know they lead a league in third down conversions. That that all comes down to good players, good execution, and a good plan. They have all of them. You obviously don't face them that much um, once every four years. Thankfully, I'm curious. <laughs> I'm sure, um, but I'm curious if you track at all, or your scouting department has tracked the development and progress of uh, Dak since he was at Mississippi State uh, through his early years in the NFL with the Cowboys and now it, what kind of development he's made as a uh, as an all-around um, multi-purpose threat quarterback. Well, you know, we, we evaluate players, but, I mean, a player like that is not somebody we spend a, an inordinate amount of time on um, simply for the fact that you know, we don't play him very often, and he's not available. So, you know, he's, he's in a rookie contract. He's going to play through the rookie contract and probably a lot longer than that. Um, but, you know, there's really no you – know, it's, it's not a player that you would anticipate being on the market anytime soon. So you wouldn't – you know, you wouldn't spend a lot of time evaluating him. So – you know, we track the guys that we play or players that we think might become, you know, a factor potentially in, in some capacity. And he hasn't fallen into either one of those categories. So not, not you know, only on a – I mean, we do it, but not not at the same level we would do other players, no. Right. Thanks, Bill. You're welcome. Uh, next question, Karen Grigian, followed by Mike Reese. Good morning, Bill. Good morning. Um, yeah, their defense uh, gets to the quarterback quite a bit. Um, I'm just wondering, uh, do they scheme a lot? Is it just a, a matter of the personnel uh, with their Demarcus uh, uh, Lawrence uh, getting to the quarterback? What do they do to get to the quarterback? Um, all of the above. Again, they're they're really good at it. They're good at everything. They have a lot of players. Um, I mean, Lawrence is a great player. Quinn's a great player. Uh, but they they have a lot of guys. Um, you know, Collins is a problem. Uh, certainly, when they use you know Smith, he's a problem. They use him in their sub rush a lot. Uh, Hyder, Armstrong. Uh, they have, you know, Vanderesh. I mean, those guys, you know, can all be used a little bit differently. 
especially on third down, uh, but there is a very fast and explosive and athletic group that has good pass rush techniques, um, which Rod is obviously one of the best you know, pass rush coaches in the league, has been. Uh, so their get-off, their pad level, their hand use, their pass rush techniques, games, are all done at a very high level with very good players and multiple players. Um, so um, there are some scheme issues, uh, but there's just a lot of – they're hard to block, and it's hard to help because you just don't have enough guys. There are too many, too many good rushers, too many good players. So third down is you know, the biggest problem, um, but really every down is a problem. And if you just technique-wise do something a little bit wrong – um, set a little bit wrong or just a little bit late off the ball or they get a good jump on the ball or you're on a play-action pass and it just kind of matches up that, you know, they're not going straight ahead. Maybe they're moving laterally a little bit one way or the other because they have a stunt called. Uh, then you can get in a situation where they catch an edge or catch a gap on you and, and they could do a lot of damage there too. So it's all the players are a problem, the schemes are a problem, um, and the, the number of different players they use, each guy's you know, a little bit different to block, but they're all good, so it's, yeah, it's all a problem. Thanks, Coach. You're welcome. It looks like the uh, the last question here will be Mike Reese. Go ahead, Mike. Okay. Um, Bill, just two players that are um, – I guess participating more over the last couple of weeks. Um, Nick Folk, the kicker, I'd be curious, just what are your thoughts on what you've seen from him the last couple of weeks? And Benjamin Watson um, seems like both getting maybe a little more comfortable. What have you seen from both of those guys? Uh, I think you put it well, Mike. Um, you know, Folk's done a good job for us. Uh, he only has a few opportunities in the game, like all kickers do, but uh, he's He's shown a good level of performance and dependability. We've seen that in practice as well, consistency. Um, so that's you know he's he's been he's been good there. Worked well with Jake and Joe, and and we've got operation is um, improving. And we're still I wouldn't say we're there yet, but it's improving and it's been productive. So uh, and. You know, Ben Watson's been kind of the same same thing. You know, he's you know, missed some missed several weeks of football there. Um a couple weeks at the end of preseason and then a couple weeks during the start of the regular few weeks during the start of the regular season. So there was there was some time there, but he's you know, Ben's a smart guy, he works hard, he has a lot of experience and um he's been able to to be productive for us as well and and you know, a higher volume of snaps. So mm -hmm. um, we're, you know, we're fortunate that we we have those two players, and and they've done a good job for us. Okay, thank you. You're welcome, Mike. 